My mouth is dry. Honey, I'm thirsty. Here you go, honey. When I said I was thirsty, it doesn't mean I want you to bring me a glass of water. It doesn't? You're missing the whole point of me saying I'm thirsty. If I have a problem, you're not supposed to solve it. Men always make the mistake of thinking they can solve a woman's problem. Makes them feel omnipotent. Omnipotent? Did you have a bad dream? It's a way of controlling a woman. Bringing them a glass of water? Yes! I read it in a magazine. See, if I'm thirsty, I don't want you to bring me a glass of water. I want you to sympathize. I want you to say, Gloria, I too know what it's like to be thirsty. I too have a dry mouth. I want you to connect with me through sharing and understanding the concept of dry-mouthedness. This was all in the same magazine. You're under control. Shut up. See? I'm sick of this. Honey, don't give me the rollover, okay? When I say I'm thirsty, it means if anyone in the room has a glass of water, I'd love to have a sip. When I say I want to make love, it means let's screw. That's exactly the kind of thing I thought you'd say. Besides, I don't like the word screw, okay? I prefer make love or fuck. Screwing is for carpenters. Oh, you're gonna get... Oh, honey. Where are you going? Anywhere. Anywhere to get away from you, you psycho nutcase. Oh, come on, honey. I want to make love. Come back. Honey, come back. I want to screw. <laughs> I'll forget you then. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Make my day. Best day, big boy, huh? That's Brad. Everybody on? Good. Great. Brad. Wonderful. Okay. Is everyone ready? <clears throat> to take yep. a dump on Jack Harlow? Always. <laughs> Is that how we're going to start? Just right there. Kicking yes. it off. Yeah. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Facing Off. I am your moderator this week, Layla, and I'm joined by my two best players, Nick and Gabe. As your coach this week, I will be moderating the episode for you all. On this week's episode, we will be deciding if we should all collectively shun Jack Harlow. This week, we are comparing... Oh, what's popping, Jack? (laughs) Yeah, what's popping? I hope you're listening. (laughs) Um, This week, we're comparing the 1992 White Men Can't Jump with the 2023 remake starring Jack Harlow, as aforementioned. How you doing, boys? Good. Yeah. Good. Solid. Ready to jump into this? Do you guys have some opinions? Yeah, we're ready to take a a shot. Take a shot or take a dump? Yeah. (laughs) Take a shot or take a dump. That's it. Depends on which movie you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't think I need to necessarily do any kind of synopsis this week. Uh, Both films basically follow two basketball players, one being black and the other white, duh, who team up to try and win big in a street basketball tournament. Um, anything yeah. else you guys would like two to add? On two. Two, well, on actually, two. No, yeah, two on I mean, two. Well, actually, no. Yeah, I mean, we don't really need to break it down any more than that because the yeah. storylines are different. The commonality is that they're that. both called White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Let's kick it off then. You guys ready? That's it. No, there's some connections. <laughs> there are I mean, some. <laughs> yes, obviously there's connections. Yeah, there's some. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's yeah. do this. Um, let's okay. go Shoot ahead and start. start. <laughs> Shoot to start. Um Let's go ahead and kick it off strong, and we're going to start with originality, since we're talking about two movies that are, you know, smart, almost the same, um, but different. So smart, let's start with originality, smart. and we'll start with the original. So let's the do original. 1992. Uh, Nick, why don't you kick us off? So, okay. <laughs> are there, a, name another basketball movie before this that's like solid. So, I mean, I don't know how solid Hoosiers is. Okay, before, Hoosiers, solid. Um, 
I don't remember when he got game came out. I think he got game was afterwards. I think so. And I don't Can really like that? he got game anyways. But there is really good basketball in it. Okay. I so, don't. I, I would say there's probably not a lot. Um, we've got one and a half maybe, but we have yeah. questionable on the weather. The second one came out before or after, but we'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty original. Suffice to say, I don't like. I put it in my solid top pantheon of sports movies, yeah. and there's uh, there's like lots of reasons for that. I don't know if they're like necessarily that it's because of its like like its subject matter isn't like incredibly original, but it is so like there's something to be said for a movie that is so simple as this movie is, yeah, and like its overarching theme. And message is nice and subtle and um, meaningful to the early to mid 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a five. I think it needs nice. to be made. And um, I'm going to save some other talking points for later. Fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Check some of the things we said now. Honestly, <laughs> like, I mean, I think the easiest way to look at it is yeah, like it is simple in concept, but it is something understandable and it doesn't go too far past its own concept. And I think, you know, I'll talk about it a little bit in spectacularity, but I think that they're, they do try to do a lot more than just a simple, like, here's a pickup game. It is kind of like, there's all these different storylines going on. It's about like survival and it's about like addiction and it's about, um, you know, like growing up and, and like, if you want to be a provider, like you actually have to, it's about some of the things that literally level the playing field. Yeah. No matter where you're, you come from or the color of your skin. Yep. And I, and I think that the, um, I think that the originality really comes out in, first of all, I just think that like the dialogue writing is like, it's just believable. It's not a lot of like insane lines that are just like trying to be like pop culture references. They're just like, natural lines um that probably are not like that commonly said in movies before that um and i think that they're they build in some originality in terms of like what the driving motivation is for each character they're not like very very simple motivating factors no 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 um and it weaves in between with like the other characters too and i think the movie like kind of weirdly has like a lot of like twists and stuff you really don't know where the characters are going to go so i think it's a lot more clever than people probably are giving it credit for even though what i would like i would give it a five or six i think i'm at like a 5.5 uh for originality just based off of the simplicity love it okay i I put five slash six so yeah i'm I'm totally right there i guess i get you fabulous okay so I guess that kind of leads us into what will be an interesting discussion. Originality for the 2023 version. Gabe, okay, why don't you keep going? Yeah. Um, the, the Okay. So like did the, I guess one of the main questions that we normally um, ask is like, did this need to be made in originality? And like, did it? I don't know. <laughs> like, do we need to remake this classic? No. I can understand why there would be a want to recreate it like sure. in some way to make it like part of the modern basketball era because like in the in 1992 um you know like basketball was also different there were like a lot of fouls and they, they didn't wearing, call fouls they're yeah. like they played really hard street ball was like a big thing yeah, then that was and like now it's very thing. commercialized and yeah. they tried to bring it back into like the modern age and then they tried to be, bring it into the, like the celebrity aspect of these uh of of the nba and so like i'm okay with you know adapting it um, I don't think it needs to be made, but I don't think it's like a problem that it was made. And I like that they didn't just try to recreate the original. No, I just don't think that what really they came all. up with was like, I'd almost, I almost wish that they did recreate the original, but like in a modern way, because what they came up with is not like, there's not a lot of motivation for the no. characters. There's not a lot of like, I'm kind of like, Oh, we're going like, to say that word a lot. I feel like. Yeah. Motivation. Motivation. Yeah. But like also topic today, like the, um, the Stinks. main uh, Cinqua Wells's uh, character is like, 
I think that's a clever thing that he was supposed to be this huge basketball star and he made a mistake mm-hmm. and now he's relegated to not being a pro uh, until and spoiler just, like, alert. Hateful the end. And yeah, and he's hateful and but like bitter. You could see why this guy is like even even on the small basketball court, he is like struggling to really show off how good he is. Jack Harlow's one is just like a an amalgamation <laughs> of a bunch of different like people. Uh, like or like like tropes of, of white people like, now, white people. just a bunch of tropes. Yeah, about like white tropes now. of like white people now that think that they're hip and like healthy, and they try to make it like really LA yes. in that way. And I just, so um, it's just not. It doesn't. Not a lot of cleverness to translate. It. Yeah, it doesn't adapt. Yeah, I think it could get credit in other places. I don't think it's like painfully uncreative the first 10 to 15 minutes feel like it's going to be like the worst movie ever made but the basketball is really good and i i'll I'll give it that so i think i'm at (laughs) like a two (laughs) okay you're what probably a two is that a two two? do you guys just think that like jack harlow just went to a place and was like let's make this movie because I want to do this. That's the only reason yeah. they made it. <laughs> His agent was like, they're going to remake what? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to call the, Jack. I got to call Jack. <laughs> wait, wait, is, is two really And low? he was like, yo, dude, that's awesome. Sure. No, two's not that low. I, I would give it the same score. Nick, why, what was the shock there? Well, I just thought that, I, I thought after what you said, it would be higher. I'm going to go with three. I tater on giving it like a four to make the point that they didn't just remake this movie. Yeah. Uh Which is nice. It's barely even, it's not even really the same movie. Like the characters are completely different. They have different motivations. The stakes are completely different. Um, For, for, I was going to say for better, for worse, but it's like for like a little better and then like a lot worse. Cause like, Mm -hmm. cause like the, the I'm just going to talk about the original and while we're talking about the other one. The the reason that the original is original is that it's it's like this it's this like very grounded movie about these like real problems that real people could have. They're like real guys with real issues. Then the new one is about two guys who have like big not like careers but like big real sports moments. Jack Harlow's character played for Gonzaga, right? Yeah. And, um, or as they say so many times in the movie, <laughs> Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah. And Cinco <laughs> Wells is, was he in high school when he did that or college when he punched? He was the in high school. He's he in was high school. about to be this, but it's, it, it feels like yeah. national news that he did this because like everybody knows, like he's yes. the guy that punched the fan. Yeah. And so like you immediately pull out their like groundedness and it just makes it like that much less original. Like, we don't like pe- like the reason that movies work for people a lot of the time is because you can relate to them. I can't relate to that. I didn't play for Gonzaga and I didn't punch a fan when I was in high school. And like what they have to deal with after that, particularly Jack Harlow's character, doesn't feel unique or original or like it needed to be made. But I do want to give them credit for not recreating the exact same which movie, is like a problem is, movies have a lot now in remakes which so is what i yeah, genuinely sure. thought i was getting myself into and i was like i do not after watching woody harrelson do woody harrelson and that no. that character and just make it work i did not want to see jack harlow try to make yeah. that work <clears throat> fair enough Can't um, wait for acting. so i'm gonna give it a three okay um you're right it's not did not need to be made it's not original but i don't not, we'll I'm talking about, we'll talk about it. It's not trash. Yeah, I agree I'm staying with, with the two because the basketball, I think, is like re- it's really well done, and like I like the way that they construct how they hustle yeah. in the tournament. But I, I also forgot to say, like all the jokes are really hacky. They're very and, hacky and and lame, and so that's they're like the type of jokes where you like feel that the, someone was writing like this is a joke. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. put a little J next to it, highlighted it. <laughs> So since we're kind of talking a little bit about writing and characters and things like that, let's go on to actoring. Um, and let's just okay. stick with yeah. the current, the 2023. Uh, Nick, do you want to kick that one off? I want to see Jack Harlow in so many more films, said almost nobody <laughs> ever. I feel like... I, I, get, would, I would watch... I think he could develop. He's not... I helpless. think he could do... No, he's not. He's not just like floundering out there, but... A lot of his lines, um, again, and this could be a, this could be a writing issue, which is part of this category too, are just kind of like 
written to be punchlines. It felt like a skit. And Every scene felt like a skit yes, with him. Totally. And it felt like Absolutely. disjointed because of it. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. And then it's like a really weird um, juxtaposition with Cinco Wells' character, who's like kind of deep. Like they're trying to get yeah. in there and make it on. work, but there's there's like too much going on. Like <laughs> he's got to, he's got to like, he loses his job. He's got to maintain his... His like 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 Gabe said like his his role is the provider for his family kind of his wife seems like she's doing all right too I mean she's like I don't like what I'm doing but it's not that bad does it seem like and yeah. then and then he's also got a ailing father who he loves and wants to impress and feels like he's let down and that all just like gets like really un untidily wrapped up at the end but at the same time you're like oh jack harlow's still a guy and he's still in this movie (laughs) and like he's still important i guess um and then all of your side characters got the jack harlow treatment and they are like skits yeah they're skits or they're just like like jack harlow's girlfriend that's like it's creating a conflict just like the original but without it being an interesting conflict that you can tell that the movie actually cares about. It, yeah. you know, it feels really, contrived. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. yeah. It's, it, it is not believable. It's really contrived. It's like too much happening. Um, so I, th- th- that being said, I don't like really inc- like hate too many of the performances, if any of them at all. I was just kidding. Jack Harlow is not that bad. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Fabulous. Gabe. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think Jack Harlow's that bad. I think no. what what's wrong is that his energy does not match the type of humor he's doing. Like, Jack Harlow tries to, like, look and sound cool, and his character is, like, Dude, I think his very agent, silly. I think his agent did a great job. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will say in the new season of Dave, Jack Harlow is in one of the episodes, and he's, like, laugh out loud fucking funny. I, um, I see him as having a lot of potential and humor for sure. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's that's what I'm like saying. His agent dude. was like, I got this for you, dude. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to be really good for you, but we're going to make them rewrite all your lines so that they're all just punch lines and we're going to see how many of them land. But I, I like as the original, like they chose actors that do know how to play basketball. I mean, like that's super yeah. important. Um, and we'll get into that with the original. I, so the main guy, uh, Cinco Wells is, uh, Cinque Wells in general looks like D Wade, and there's even a joke at some point that he's like, uh, they said fake ass D Wade. That's Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, yeah. And but Alexa was like, "Ooh, Dwayne Russell," <laughs> and I uh, no. I left. It is an amalgamation of two different basketball players. Yes. so I'll, I'll take it. Um, yeah, is that Bill, I, the Bill movie, Russell. <laughs> yeah, Bill Russell. She's a huge Bill Russell fan. <laughs> okay. Or she was thinking Russell Westbrook. Like, yeah, okay. Um, That's a lot of mo- basketball players. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Um, the movie is like a <laughs> lot of, oh, look! And it'll be like Vince Staples. And yeah. I like that for me. Um, <laughs> but sometimes it's a little distracting and like unnecessary. I also like... I, I mean, it's there is one cute cameo. And cute as in like putting Tyler Harrow at the end is is funny because Jack Harlow has like related himself to him and made a song about that. Um, I also like, I just want to say Tiana Taylor this year. So Tiana Taylor is the one who plays um, Cinque Wells' wife. She was in this movie called a thousand and one that came out in, in Sundance and was fucking electric. Everyone loved it. It was going to be this huge Oscar worthy movie. It got scooped up first by focus features and then they just fucking released it the next month, like in March. And no one saw it. And then it wasn't in theaters anymore. And now you can get it on streaming and stuff. And it's just going to be swept under the rug. And Tiana Taylor is like legitimately fucking amazing in it. And it's really sad to see something like this that she's probably going to be watched more. Like it's going to be so watched more, more. And she doesn't. She has like a couple moments with her husband in it that are good, mm-hmm. but like there's nothing there. Yeah, um, yeah but uh, <laughs> she is a terrific actress and and singer. And I always recommend everyone go and watch the Fade music video by Kanye West. I know Kanye West, ew, but 
Ew. She's in that. <laughs> Disclaimer. Fa- is she problematic? It's like, Didn't she I have think there's like, like a huge beef with someone too? I'm trying to remember what her maybe. story is. But she has that video has like 500 million views because of Tiana Taylor, and and you'll understand why once you watch it. Anyways, love it. Um, also, R.I.P. Lance uh, Reddick. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad that this could be one of his last roles because uh, it's not much of a role, but he is good in it. Um, let good? me give it a. Two. A two. Dose? Okay. Mm. All right. Let's move on to. It could have been better. Yeah. The 1992, which I feel like will be a little bit more fun, maybe. So, oh, sure. Gabe, kick us okay. off. I guess I'm not, like, I guess I haven't seen a lot of Wesley Snipes movies because, I mean, like, it, I, I guess it must be like I've just seen the Blade movies and a couple <laughs> other things. And then I remember he seeing him in Blade. Dolomite <laughs> is my name. Like, two day or two years ago yeah. and that was weird. he was so good and so energetic and i was like oh this the guy who this played, is wesley uh, like yeah. played <laughs> and then you see him in this and then you're like how is this not the most famous actor of all time yeah he is so charismatic he's so funny he's so electric in every scene the, the whole opening like the kids say what yeah i'm gonna riz him up right now yeah. uh the whole opening like 19 minute you know, section. He's so fucking good. The shit that he talks is great. He's like, he so does like little like iconic. character bits when he's making fun of people. His yeah. outfits are insane. I, he's amazing. Like Nick could talk about Woody Harrelson, who I think is really good in this. And this was like a movie star making performance because he was always just like a TV actor before that. Um, but I, I just like I was blown away by Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I think all the side characters are pretty good, with the exception of, and this I guess there's a big divide over this. Rosie Perez is super fucking annoying, like <laughs> so fucking annoying in this movie. I don't care about her character. I think some scenes where how Woody Harrelson responds is good, but like the whole Jeopardy thing with her is just like it's funny, but it's also so annoying. Um, it's a lot of the same fucking scenes <laughs> over and over again between them, and it, she really drags me out in every section. Oh, dude, I so totally disagree. So <laughs> that's like it, what, that's what I'm saying. There's a divide. Like I some, didn't think I, we disagree. The rewatchables did this, and like Bill Simmons was like, by about an hour in, I just wanted Rosie Perez to not be in the movie. No, dude. and then Chris Ryan's like, no, dude, she was so important. Um, anyways, I. Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson are so fucking electric together and, and like, have such a good rhythm uh-huh. and have these really believable characters where they can actually play, like, very serious parts, too. So I'm at least giving it a five. Cool. All right. Nick? Dude, I don't... I couldn't disagree anymore. I don't think if Rosie <laughs> Perez is in this movie, it's nearly as good a movie. She gets all the best lines... She gets this line, which I think is amazing. She says, all I care about is getting out of the Vista View apartments because there ain't no Vista and there ain't no view and there certainly ain't no Vista of no view. (laughs) And that is an amazing line. She also has like a full on like philosophical like (laughs) sometimes when you really lose and sometimes when you lose, you really win. And sometimes when you win or lose, you actually tie. And sometimes when you tie, you actually win or lose. Winning or losing is all one organic mechanism from which one extracts which one needs. That yeah. is an amazing line. Great line so delivered in the most delivered annoying... Delivered by Rosie Perez. No. No, and her story is her so good. Her voice is so fucking annoying. <laughs> it's so good that she like goes on and studies enough to win Jeopardy because of this one little throwaway scene where they're like, you know the guy that does the Jeopardy casting? You should get my wife on there. Yeah. Okay. Woody Harrelson is fantastic. Rosie Perez is fantastic. Wesley Snipes is fantastic. I don't think there's any issues with any side characters. The writing of this movie is exactly what it needs to be. I think it just nails it with very, very few exceptions. And like you said, there are a bunch of twists that you don't really see coming. um, And they just build up the stakes in the story. Um, I am going to give it a six. Mm. I'm going to, I want to move to 5.5. Just, I, I have to say, um, because I, I mentioned it, um, with the last movie, um, like finding people that look like they can play basketball and actually can Mm -hmm. play basketball. Like Woody Harrelson was like a college basketball player. He's a very good basketball player. Wesley Snipes, I think like trained a lot 
and looks like a good basketball player. It's absurd when there's a scene where he dunks just because he's like five nine. Chest and is defined. Wouldn't. But yeah, I mean, I it's the believability, like the physical acting in this is very good and very believable and and cool. Um, and that like this movie fails without that. Are we talking it about eye candy next? Yeah, we are. We're moving right on into that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do yeah, that. There's so Go much ahead. to say about that. Go ahead. Are we talking about the original? Uh, the candy? Yeah, why don't we stick to it? Sure. Because everything Gabe said is so true. This movie <laughs> works so well. Thank you. And also, like, this is a big distinction between the two. They keep, like, there's a lot of, like, it, it feels like, like, I don't know for sure, but it feels like as as two Angelinos as we are, now um there's a lot of care taken to like show you <laughs> can i just say really fast that i straight up thought that you were initially saying you're like a f- the part of the fan base of angelina jolie when you said angelinos like that's where my head went no immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but that's funny those are angeline that's, joe's that's super please funny continue. Uh, there's a lot of care to like make the locations and where they filmed it and what they show you about what life is like if you were one of these two guys who's, I mean, their means are trying to gamble their way to getting by financially um, by using their their talent and their, like, ability to, you know, hustle at this Mm -hmm. game. Um, Like, it, it, it makes you, like, feel that because of, not only how they look as fake basketball players, but also where they are fake playing fake basketball. Um, yeah, the way it, the basketball just, looks really matters for sure. Yeah, yeah, and where it is, and like, and like the the city is like part of a yeah. little bit part of the the character in the the film. Yeah, um, so it's true. part of why it works, and there's a big distinction between the other one and this in that regard. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna mention the same thing about the city. Like, I, I, it's such a interesting depiction of L.A. and like gives you a glimpse of like what L.A. really is. They're they're in different parts, and it's like it's filmed in Venice and Baldwin Park. Yeah, the Baldwin it, Hills. Sorry, Baldwin Hills. That's it. it looks very like Culver City esque. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, I, I, it kind of shows you not like the grime of the city, but like the realness of the city, and I, I love the way that's filmed. I think a lot of the Basketball scenes are very well filmed, uh, especially in the editing. Um, mm-hmm. I think some of it is like it really dates itself uh, with some of like the editing techniques and stuff. Um, but it's it's got a very smooth flow, and that comes into like good editing as well. Um, I also think like the visualization of these characters knowing the game. And how they're reacting to each other while they're playing the game is like really impressive camera work, um, because at all times you know how each of them are feeling and you know how each of them are like how good they are, uh, and it makes for the basketball scenes. Uh, it, it makes them way more fun. I also think like the set design is really cool with um, like their apart like the hotel room versus the apart or the motel room versus the apartment. Um, and like other scenes when they're inside with their significant others, like I think that they like nail what, what their predicament is mm-hmm. like at that time. That's that like leveling the, the plane. They're in similar predicaments and that's yeah. why the movie works or why their characters work together. Absolutely. And then I also like the visualization of these characters, like faces and stuff like mm-hmm. the, like you, you just get an. They're like breathable characters, and you can yeah. feel that in how it's filmed. Um, I don't think it's like a, anything special, um, but I think it is above average. It's like one of those movies that doesn't hurt to go back to. And the number one thing is like the fucking fashion is incredible in it. Uh, all, all across the board, amazing, like best costumes and stuff. Um, and all of that stuff has like come Stay back as three, like one, retro two, clothes. Three. Yeah. Five. Five. Okay. Love yes. it. So I imagine maybe this will be fast, but what are we thinking for eye candy for the remake? Oh, do you know how much how much drive time it would take 
to get from one place they play basketball slash where they live to the next place they play basketball yeah, slash live. But you know how great it is to see a 2023 movie that goes to Watts? The only time I ever hear about Watts is like yeah. the riots. <laughs> the concession that you just gave Nick. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's it. <laughs> But no, they go no, to, I agree. I mean, it's they're it's in a Malibu, apparently, at this like scenic, beautiful court. Mm-hmm. No one, no one. That's Orange County. It's like that's all Orange the way down. Ca- yeah, I could see that. That's like Dana Point or something, yep. maybe. Yep. Or, yeah, or like so it's Laguna. like low Orange County, like which bruh, takes like two hours. No one's driving there, yeah. dude. They would make less money in their little game, their little game, yeah. than they would than they need to spend to get there in in gasoline, dude. It's 2023. You drive down to Dana Point, play basketball? No way, dude. Not happening. You glad you got Huge that off your chest? <laughs> Huge distinction. However, the hoodies, super fly. Really awesome hoodies all throughout really the film. Really good hoodies. Really great. Really big pullover hoodie fan. Lots of awesome pullover hoodies. Basketball looks okay, um, but it does not have like the like it, it the care uh, the the city. Is not a character in this movie, and it is not. It is not like it, the the way that it's filmed and where they take you in it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I recognize a lot of places, though. I, like, yeah, but it doesn't make sense in the context yeah, of the characters. Sure. As someone who and doesn't just, live in LA and has only just kind of passed through it at times, I will say the second one makes it harder to kind of understand. Geography. All of it, right? Like it just, yeah. like it just it's all just feels like, very disconnected. I think it's just like where would yeah. it be tight to have Jack Harlow take a jump shot, and it'd be like Dana Point, yeah, or whatever that is. I, so, I mean, I, I'm in total agreement. I think like some of the locations look cool, but they're not like you have to think about it because of where they're showing you. Um, I I will say I just genuinely enjoy watching good basketball and. I genuinely enjoy watching like them create good basketball because it's not like, you know, like I could watch good basketball with the NBA, but like with this, the way that they edit and everything makes it look really good. Like it's smooth. I think the tournaments are really fun to watch. I think a lot of the little like pickup games that they're doing are like very fun in the way that they're um, portrayed. But in general, like the movie just has like a normal glossy look. It doesn't yeah. look like super fake. It doesn't no. look like super lame or anything. Not um, as bad as it could have been. The characters are kind of normal, you know, like where they live and like where they go to is kind of normal. Except so. for Jack Harlow, who is like completely and utterly a caricature in every way. He is. Like like Woody Harrelson dresses yeah, the yeah, way he does and yeah. it's explained because he's intentionally hustling people. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, but just dress like a complete thinks, scrub. Like no one will wanna, no one will think I'm good. Yeah, but he That's literally what white just guys is... look like in L.A. though, Nick. So no, he says that in the movie. <laughs> he's like, no, I do this because like it's. It gets me like people don't think I'm good. Yeah, and well, Jack Harlow just that's too. just like what. He's basically just wearing Woody Harrelson's clothes, but then he's like, I'm kind of a hippie, low key. Yeah, because I care. Like it's all about yeah. my health, and that is lame i do it's like the depiction cells, of dude. like jim just gotta get those stem cells i will say i dude it, there were a couple lines about the stem cells that his juices um, too <laughs> yeah his juices were stupid i mean they're stupid but they also look like pressed like <laughs> yeah. the juice yeah. that you get um the i also gotta say the depiction of like jim basketball was like very spot on um i have a lot of fr- i mean that's become the new pickup ball um area and like i have a lot of friends back in los gatos that will play pickup games all the time in the gym and that's like really you're gonna like it, it's cool the way they do that so i'll give it credit for that and i don't think that anything is visually awful so i'm gonna give it a three out of seven nick what did you give it did you give it a score? 3.5. Okay. The point five is for the hoodies. Okay. Love hmm. it. All right. So let's move on to spectacularity. You both have kind of like, I think, summarized a lot of things at this point yeah. about how you feel. So let's kind of just like kind of bring it all together here with how you felt while you were watching it and if you were engaged. Let's, uh, I guess we'll just stick. I kind of want to do, let's do, let's do the 1992. Uh, Nick, why don't you mm-hmm. kick it off? <sighs> 1992 spectacularity yeah easy it's got it's above average 
Yeah. Um, if I'm thinking about like if you're not like a big, if you're not big into basketball, I don't know. I, it's a five. I think it's a five. <laughs> it's pretty easy. It's tough because when you're first watching it, you're like, oh man, this is a seven. This is like the seven of all sevens. This is so fun to watch. I want to rewatch this a million times. But the movie I mean, I had to. Really it was on TBS goes, in the 90s like a billion times when I was little. I mean, it, it's like a perfect TV movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's so awesome to watch. Like This is actually my first time all the way through the movie. Um, I'd always like pushed it off, and I fucking loved it. I mean, if I could just repeat the, the first 19 minutes of the movie over and over again, it's great. I just... Um, I think I know what you're feeling, and it's that the movie kind of just... It gets a little worse over time. It gets a little better, and then it gets worse, and it's just a little boring. It's a little slow burning. It's slow burning, but it also just ends kind of abruptly, and it's like kind of goes down paths that you're like, yeah, yeah they're interesting and funny, but they're not necessarily good for this story. It, a lot of movies at that time kind of feel aimless. Mm-hmm. Like, good idea, good actors, pretty good script, but execution we don't know where this is going so let's just show it yeah so it's like kind of the direction and then like kind of like the script editing you know at the end like i don't know where this movie is going but like let's uh like this is really good so let's just keep doing what we're doing and that's not enough so but man when this movie's alive i I mean did you give it a score is it a five yeah is it a five Uh, (laughs) ah I mean, I think I'm going to do 5.5 just because like, I find it so fun to live in this movie. I just, I genuinely do not like the, um, a lot of the Rosie Perez stuff. It like pulls me out. And I just think that like this movie's doing too many different things and goes down a path that I'm just like not as interested in by the end. Fair enough. That sucks. Quince. It's a quince. Quince. Um, all right. Well, so how did we feel about the 2023 version? Anybody go. If I was not <laughs> multitasking at work, would have been really hard to get through. That's how That's I felt. Three. It was very difficult. <laughs> yeah. I was doing busy work yeah. at work because like the, the kids are out of school now. So I'm just like yeah. wrapping things up. And if it was not on my second monitor and I was not doing something else, no yeah, chance. I paused it a lot. Like a it's, lot. Yeah, same. It's at, uh, at best a three. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt with that score. But Love it. I don't know. I, it's like the opposite movies, like the opening, like the opening nineteen minutes of mm. White Man Can Jump. It totally is opposite. Is, the end is, is the only the good part of the movie. Yeah, no, uh, like there's a moment. So I watched only the first like ten to fifteen minutes, and then I texted you guys, and I was like, "Are we sure we want to do an episode on this?" And then, um, it, like, luckily Nick was like, "Yeah, I think we should. Like, let's just do it. Like, we can shit on Jack Harlow if we need to." Easy. I. I, this is the only one where I like took some notes, but it's easy. like, it's so easy to, there's something it. about the humor in this one that for a lot of it does not work. Cause it feels very forced and it feels very safe. And the original had these like free flowing jabs and your mom, your mama jokes. And like, there were like profanities and there were like sex interludes. And I was just like, like this movie feels like it wants to, play it safe it wants to be like quote unquote pc which it doesn't like need to be i think it actually has some like funny racial jokes in it that work some of it is like they're really pushing it but in general it feels like they're just trying to be too modern it's like so pop culture too it's all these cliche jokes like like a lot of jokes that I'm just like tired of fucking hearing, you know, like, like I, I, they don't do it at any point, but like, it feels like the type of movie that would make some like Uber joke or like a lift joke. And like, it just, it just has that in it. And that's unfortunate because there are some pretty funny (laughs) lines. Like there was when he's talking to that guy that sells him the, um, pills, he, the guy is telling him about regenerative, uh, like stem cell research. And he's like, yeah, man, because when Tiger Woods got injured or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, how do you re-grew... think you regrow back, grew back <laughs> yeah. his foot? Regrew back his leg. <laughs> um, also, there's one moment where Jack Harlow said, when the other 
trainer is introducing himself and he goes, did you just name drop yourself? Oh, yeah. Is a funny, I never yeah. thought about that when you're introducing no. yourself. I just um, love that your bar for whether or not a movie has good jokes or not is whether or not it includes a joke about ride chairs. No, it's not that it's not that it's good or this movie feels like the type of movie that would make some like modern pop culture oh, okay. <laughs> like hack joke. And that's what I had a problem with. I also think like I think this movie when it hits its stride, it's very fun to watch. But when it doesn't, like when it loses it, it gets bad and the ending is like or like towards the end it starts hitting its stride like really well. And then they have this whole fucking dream ending that is extremely lame. Like, yeah. unbelievable. End it with the tournament. This movie is like a 5.5 out of 10 for me. Without it, it's like closer to like a 4 out of 10. Um, so, Are you giving it a 4? No, 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 sorry. But out of, seven, out of 7, I'm giving it a 2. Okay. It really <laughs> was tough to get there, through. But yeah, it was really tough to get through for confusing. sure. No, I was just saying like this movie was like a like an IMDB. I'd be like, yeah, I'm okay with it being in the like five sure. to six range. Yeah. But instead it's like 4.8. Okay. So we're going to finish this off with talking about its legacy. You've kind of already alluded to rewatchability of the 1992 version. So let's just kind of wrap up how we feel about the legacy of the original. Gabe, do you want to go? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a seven because I don't know if everyone watches this movie, but it's certainly important to a lot of people and it certainly exists enough. Like for a movie that feels kind of small, it's interesting that they remade it now and they, they remade it with like one of the biggest rap stars at the at the moment. Um, and they were able to get like other famous people like Vince Staples and Tyler mm-hmm. Hero and... Um, and whoever in it, I, I'm blanking on whoever else was. It. Oh, Blake Griffin. Um, <laughs> Wait, are there, we talking about the 1992 version? <clears throat> oh, sorry. The 1992. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is that it was popular enough mm. to make a new movie that would gotcha, have gotcha, all gotcha. these stars attached to it. Thank you. Yeah. I actually had forgotten. Um, <laughs> but You're like, but I'm going to make this point from that. <laughs> I also like one thing that really works for it. Not only is it still super funny, it doesn't feel that dated. It does feel dated, but it doesn't feel that dated. It's not problematic, really. There's, like, it's a diverse cast, and it's not like they're openly talking about that in any way, besides the fact that it's like, oh, white men can't jump. And then there's, it it works for the the next movie, because the next movie gets to make a joke that's like, you didn't know that white men, like, white men can jump now. Like, we got, like, great NBA players now. Like, it, there's, there's a legacy to, or I, I mean, it, it gets the bonus points for just working well over time. And the legacy for it is that we still know what it is. And for the people that like this movie, they really like it. And they'll rewatch it forever. Yeah. Um, so, it's like a six for me. It's tough. Because, like, I want to give this movie, like the highest scores, but when I put it in these categories, it's tough. Yeah. Um, but it's a six. Okay. Nick, you got something I, to add? I to also that? gave it a six. I think it's lasting legacy, you know, beyond being a really great sports film of which there are many, but not many that are as like effortless as this one is. Um, because like, there are just these like effortlessly good performances and real stakes that show that there's like a commonality that you can have between people of different races if their their lot in life is similar and that's like the overarching kind of theme of this movie sometimes it doesn't hit that mark sometimes it does but like Mm -hmm. just like all of us man the movie is flawed man (laughs) and that's it's why it it works it's just a really great sports movie um it's not the best of all time um but it has like a purpose and a meaning and it it makes that meaning work or it's not ham-fisted um and if if you don't want to see that meaning you can just see it for a fun basketball movie too that's why i think it's it's so um it's got the longevity it does amen all right um let's finish this off guys with the 2023 version what is going to be the legacy of this movie? 
I mean, it came out like a month or two ago, <laughs> so it's really tough. My to brother watched. My brother steals my Hulu. He watched it right away. Sorry, Hulu Corporation or whoever owns Hulu. I feel like a good amount um, of people. But I share it. my shit with my brother, and he watched it right away. He's a big fan. He really likes it. Um, really likes it? Yeah. Dude, it's Greg. Shout out to Oh, Nick's Greg. Yeah. Well, Greg yeah. is like, I fucking love Jack Harlow. And yeah. You he, just, I mean, like there's, there's something to be said for appealing to the masses and not having a complete poopy movie. Yeah. Um, Cause it's not complete poopy duty. No. no. I wasn't um, like mad after I watched it. There are a lot of movies I'm no, like upset exactly. about like wasting my time. It was like one exactly. of those movies on like a Friday night where I'm staying in and I was like, fuck it. You know, like it wasn't. Yeah. Gabe sent that text and I was like, oh no. But oh no. And then I watched it and I was like, oh no. But don't you wish. It's fine. Don't you wish that all the like good basketball in it was in like a good movie? It's like yeah, a absolutely. waste of a decent enough movie. Yeah. I think they had a good rework absolutely. in, in, um, um, Cinque Wells' uh, character. Is it Wells or Walls? Wells or Walls. No, I feel like there's only well, one. Well, it's either way to one. You it. have your IMDb open. I do, but it's just for quotes. Okay. I, I wrote it down. I for, sorry, man. Sorry, Cinco. I messed your name up. Yeah. Um, there's there's really good rewriting there and re, reworking of the story for him, and um, it's just kind of ruined by this like sort of jesty character in, um, uh, in, in Jack Harlow. Um, so this doesn't have like a poignant message at all, like the first one does. If you really think about it. Um, I give it a three though. I mean, it's not like the worst ever. I think that it's going to be liked enough in Jack Harlow's name and it being like his, it's, he been a featured star before. No. Yeah. I, so there's, yeah. there's your legacy. I mean, look, like it had a good social media presence, like when it was coming out and it actually looked kind of decent. And I was like, Oh, I'm interested. And enough people probably were going to watch it because it's White Men Can't Jump and it's Jack Harlow. I don't know how many people actually ended up watching it or ended up watching the whole thing. Um, I suspect it's not that popular. And now it's just kind of just one of those Hulu movies. Yeah. And I would say that like with Legacy, which is really hard because we're always looking to the future and this just happened. My prediction is that this is going to be unbelievably not remembered. Like not. A, yeah. Like, there's too many people that don't know about it right now, let alone what's going to happen in like five years. So, well, I mean, it's like kind of rare. I mean, if you think about it, it's like kind of rare for a remake to be um, more watched than the original, unless there's something that it's saying. Like I, would rewatch Blade Runner 2049 a million more times than Blade Runner. Um, I mean, it's more of like a sequel than uh, a remake, but like you get what I mean. Like it, when they yeah. either, when they make a sequel decades later or they make a remake decades later, it's a tough one. I just like, there's not enough. That's fun. This movie could have just been like a really funny, fun version of the original. And people would watch it more, like especially like Gen Z and like yeah. young millennials would watch it a lot. But I just don't think there's enough in it. Even when it hits its stride, it's just not going to beat out the original. What I hope it does is that it just builds up the legacy of the original and makes more people watch that because it's yeah. a fucking fantastic movie. One can hope. Yeah. So two. <laughs> I'm like a borderline one. I, I'm gonna like, go to a two. I, I don't almost, know. I I could see in a Layla's year from now, right. no, like people being like they <laughs> Layla's remade. smarter than us. She's yeah. right, a hundred percent. No one's gonna remember this movie. What's except the, Jack Harlow? What's the and final tally for Jack Harlow? Crushed it. Did Jack Harlow well, lose? <laughs> Jack Harlow lost. Um, twenty five point five to fifty four point five. But guys, I in the Out words of, of Rosie Perez. Winning or losing is all one organic mechanism from which one extracts what one needs. So. True. Thank did you, he Nick. really lose? No. Did Jack Harlow really lose? No, he didn't. Depends on what he wants or needs. Exactly. Wow. Preach. That was great. Killed it. Quince. Yeah, um, quince. It's a quince. Excited. What is that was great. Quince? Do you guys have. I'm just moving past you, Nick. <laughs> do you guys yes. have. I'm assuming you do have recommendations for favorite basketball movies that you want to plug right now not even favorite basketball movies i was going to recommend everyone watch abbott elementary because (laughs) one of the uh side characters in the new um white men can't jump is in abbott elementary and he is is, the guy that's with like vince staples ah i can't remember that scene maybe 
No, like in every one. scene with Vince Staples. No. It's a different person. Okay, yeah. Cool. So Abbott Elementary, okay. anything else? <laughs> I recommend I mean I recommend A Thousand and One, the Tiana Taylor yes, yes, movie. Yes. I think it's on Peacock or something. It's it's really extraordinary. Like it's like a like at least her performances. It it's very, very good. Um and I'm I'm very pissed about it just being thrown out there. Uh, Tiana Taylor is a, a person to watch. Of Vince Staples. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's in Abbott Elementary. You didn't know that that's Vince Staples? No, I didn't register that it was the same as Abbott Elementary, and now I just it just clicked that he's. But in you it. didn't when you watch Abbott Elementary. Did you nope, know it was did, Vince no, Staples? No, but when I watched this, I did, and I don't know why that didn't. <laughs> oh register my god! Until this exact love moment. Vince Staples. I recommend that you listen to. Yes. Uh, wow, my brain uh, just one hundred percent created Rosetta a new Park synapse, and now I get it. So much yeah. is wow. happening right now. Um, wow, that's that's <laughs> insane. Some... Just listen to. Vince Staples. <laughs> That's the recommendation for this yeah. week. All right. Um, Gabe, do you want to plug us before we sign off here? Sure thing. We're back, <laughs> baby. It's been a while, but we're back, and you can find out why we're going to be back for good with future episodes by going to our Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash facing off pod, or just look up facing off pod, and you'll see our ugly mugs and a really cool poster. Um, you can also email us. Uh, we would love to get some recommendations or, um, or someone to just write like a really long, like argument about why Jack Harlow's the best yeah, we rapper want some in a while. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Facing off podcast at gmail.com. You could also just send us like your spam. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, maybe we'll read off some spam in the next episode. Uh, next week we are going to come up with something and I promise you. <laughs> gonna be crazy as always fun uh, surprise yeah anyways that's it thanks guys you guys yeah. have sign-offs you always have sign-offs <laughs> well you still throwing up bricks what is this a mason's convention <laughs> what well, clank clank i need like a welding torch to play in this league i got an idea let's just stop right now and gather up all these bricks and then let's build a shelter for the homeless so maybe your mother will have a place to live boom bang